Hey everybody, welcome back. It's GoodLifeBabe.com. Jeff and Joel's Tell Us From New Orleans, episode 162. All right, folks, welcome back. It's a goodlifebabe.com. Jeff and Joel's Tales from New Orleans. We have the folks from Smile and Myron who are having a reunion at Tipitina's this weekend. Andreas Argenti and Taylor Garisco are joining us. Uh, folks in New Orleans might remember uh, Smile and Myron from, I want to say, um, as far back as the 1990s, late 90s, mid 90s, I, yeah. I want to say. That would be correct. That yeah. would be correct. Like 96? Yeah. What was the heyday? I- well, um, the heyday was probably about yeah, the mid late nineties. Yeah. We started, you know, early, really like probably nineteen nineties. But that was a sort of dorm room stuff. But technically, yeah. that's when we started. And you, where did you guys get the maple leaf? Uh, the maple leaf was our hang for a long time. But I would say that that started sort of mm, ninety four, ninety five, kind of like that. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. yeah. What about those bathrooms? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they have not improved. Since they then. haven't changed, and you know it's funny. I'd go in there. I mean, we we always used to hang out there so much, right? Either we're playing a gig there, or a lot of musicians would just see each other there. And then I took a break from there for a long time, and I was doing my regular, my day job, you know, downtown and getting kind of changing scenes. And I went back to the Maple Leaf after a break for a few years, and I was like, oh, God, this place has really changed. It's really gone downhill. And then I just realized, really, it, it's, it was like that the whole time, right? I just, yeah, you changed. <laughs> yeah, it did that. yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. Your standards got a little higher and, for and places. And it just stayed the same. It stayed. Yeah. It's yeah. a beautiful thing about the Maple Leaf. Family. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. Point. That's right. Yeah. So that's Andreas, the original drummer, correct? Yes. From yeah. Smile and Myron. Talking about this, uh, regaling us uh, with the bathroom stories and maybe leave. And then we have Taylor, who is the new addition to the band. And I guess maybe the reason for the, one of the reasons for the reprisal or the reunion. What, what's your story, dude? Well, yeah. So the story goes back to my childhood. Seeing Smile of Mine gr- uh, growing up in Lafayette, yeah. my cousin Tim Garisco played guitar and sang with the band. Yeah. And so Cousin Tim would come in with his, his band, and it just left a huge impression on me. I got into music. I was in bands all through uh, high school and eventually made a band called Givers. And that band has been uh, the focus, yeah, focus sure. of, my, of my thing for the past 10 years. Good I band. sing and play guitar <laughs> with those guys. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And um, But uh, Tim you know, gave me my first guitar. He like showed me how to play my favorite song of theirs, Red Beans and Rice. When I was in uh, fourth grade, I think it was, <laughs> left a huge Im- impact on me, and um, and also just watching them, just watching Mark Piro play the bass, yeah. that just like burned uh, like such an impression on me. And so, f- for the most part, uh, growing up, I played bass in lots of bands, um, and then eventually, I just always have had for the past few years, I've had this idea in my head, in my heart, that how amazing would it be to reunite this family of musicians that all love each other so much and every time I meet somebody from Smile and Myron, they have this beautiful story about Tim Yeah, and um, I, it was just in my head just to do it and then it was Tim's 50th birthday this past fall and it just uh, it just kind of surfaced and I just shot the idea out to the guys and everybody was like Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and so here we are. Uh, Tipitina's coming up this Sunday. Family reunion. Awesome. That's sweet. That's sweet. Yeah, it's really cool. And, I mean, Taylor, is he's learning all his Uncle Tim's parts on the guitar. Right. Vocal. It's a beautiful thing. C- cousin. 
Sorry. Because, no, I know. There's the age because gap. But yeah. Yeah, age yeah. gap. Yeah. Right. But no, right. that's... I made the same it. mistake. I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> yeah. It's the age. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's been awesome learning all of Tim's parts. I grew up listening to all these parts, and I just like... Now sitting down and learning them, I'm like, wow, Tim was such a good guitarist. I am not a guitarist like Tim was. And I'm just like, so, so wow. Do you feel like you're getting better as a result of that? Of, of course, right? 100%. I'm shedding everyday guitar land. We're in Givers. I'm kind of like song kind of guy. Arrangement, let's get weird in the studio, you know. Right, right. Uh, I'm not... Uh, playing guitar solos so much so in Givers. Um, but but completely different uh, styles of music as well, right? So Smile and Myron is really funk-based kind of stuff. So you're playing up on the neck maybe, you know, and, and uh, you know, some dominant sevenths, you know, in ways oh, yeah. that maybe you haven't played before, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I feel for you. Yeah. And it's very much like a return to home to me because from a very early age, like my older brother was also another influence who was just like, hey, check out this and check out that. And I, I was like, I was a funk snob up until like my senior year of high school. Like uh-huh. I just if it wasn't funky it was eh, it's cool I can dig it but I'm not it's not I'm not gonna claim it like that's not my thing you know? right right and then in high school I discovered Talking Heads like my senior year I was like who is this band Talking Heads oh, yeah. like, it's right. kind of funky and kind of weird and like oh the lyrics uh, take you in a weird place I like that <laughs> and that was kind of like pushed me towards making a band like Givers right and right it took a little of the funk a little of this you know sure little of that little of that you know. but solos now as well right. Well, yeah, I'm trying to keep up with all these guys, all these awesome <laughs> soloists in the band. Like, all right, right, you take that solo. I'm like, oh, okay, I got you guys. No, he, he's <laughs> sure. killing it in rehearsals. Oh, good, good. That's Who great. are the rest That's of the guys great. in the band? Uh, we got Mark Pirro on the bass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Skinkis on percussion. Oh, right. Yeah, of course, right. yeah. Yeah, and um, on horns, we have Tom Fitzpatrick and Mark Mullins. Wow. And um, Badass. You know, of course, Sam Hotchkiss, who's, you know... He, we Skinkas and Mullins day. were in the band back then. It was like, um, so Mullins yeah. was with us for a long time. Yeah, and everybody had to start somewhere, right? You <laughs> know that kind of thing, right? You know. Well, he was you well know. established when he, we were very he was. fortunate okay. to for him to play with us. Right. But you know who else played with us was um, worth mentioning here is Eric Traub for many years. Yeah, yeah. We were so rest fortunate. Exactly. Rest in peace. So this show we're doing on Sunday is. Um, in memory of Tim Garisco and Eric Traub as well in spirit. Yeah, sweet. So that that rounds it out. It'll be seven piece, and then Rick Fletcher on the keys as well. Nice. Who played with us after after Tim passed. Sam Price, also another alumni. That's right. He'll be oh, playing wow. a couple tunes with us. Oh, great, so, great. Yeah. So we'll have we'll definitely be having some special guests sitting in. And you guys have been rehearsing a lot. We started like uh, what was it Monday. No. Well, my boot camp started uh, <laughs> two, mo- two months ago. Two months ago, yeah. Sam sure. and I have been shedding all guitar parts. Ah, uh, you know, just like right. Sam and I, Sam coming over to my place and him just be like, "All right, let's let's get it all as much as we can get down." Yeah. Look, look, can then, I ask you a question? Was uh, none of it? I'm I'm assuming that none of it was written down, right? So you have to you have to listen by ear mm-hmm. and then transcribe, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's been my world. Just kind of like making all my notations and just being like, "All right, is this this work? Does this feel good to you guys?" You know, sure. Just, uh, everybody at rehearsal kind of feeling like, "All right, yeah, that feels good. Oh, okay, we'll shorten that. We'll lengthen that, and kind of modifying what we hear from recordings." Right, right, right. Sweet. 
And I'll say a lot of the special sauce to what we were doing with Smiling Miners, it was a two-guitar band um, before Rick joined us, you know. It was oh, sure. Sam and Tim, and they had a really special thing going on with not always listening to each other, not stepping on each, other to each other's toes, you know. So it would be like two parts of a puzzle. They'd have these sparse, very different guitar rhythm pieces that would sure. lock together. That complement. Yeah. That complement. Sure. And those were all like thought out and worked out. Um, and now you know Taylor's going through learning all that stuff. It's it's pretty. Uh, it's been a good boot camp, right? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, nice. And I love that's my. Fa- and I feel like in a musical setting, it's it's probably one of my favorite things to do is play rhythm guitar, and to uh, find that puzzle piece with another rhythm instrument. Um, it's just it's like a like it is like a puzzle piece, and it's like when you get it right, and you have two guitars really listening to each other, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And really complimenting uh-huh. each other. It's like this like hypnotic thing, and I'm just like, oh man, I just wish people could hear this in stereo. And hear <laughs> Sam in the right ear, and hear me in the left ear, and they would like be tickled and be like, oh wow, this guy's really dancing. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, and uh, uh, maybe when uh, when you're you know writing more songs with givers, you know, you'll be like. Check out this inverted triad that I learned uh, with the muted strings here, guys. Uh, <laughs> bringing those back to the fam. <laughs> Good. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, you guys looking forward to the show, I'm sure, right? And booking it at Tipitina's was uh, what was that process uh, like? Uh, I got to give uh, Sam Hotchkiss all the credit there. He contacted those guys, and um, you know, I'm not sure. I mean, the Galactic Boys own Tipitina's now, right? That's so, right. Yep. So that makes it even even sweeter. Totally. But um, they come from back in the day in the same scene. That's right. Similar timeline and all that. Has so, it has it been emotional for you guys, like rehearsing at all, in terms of remembering Tim and playing his music? Taylor, has it been? What's it been like for you? In that to, respect, to me, it's, yeah, it's. I mean, the emotions have been like this celebration. You know, it's like this. Yeah. You know, all these friends that I get to see, them like say hi to each other for the first time in a while, play these songs that they all love, and like the parts come up where they haven't heard that part in the same room like in years. Right. Yeah. And they're like, oh. So like, you guys are probably tripping, uh, Andreas, right? Well, <laughs> yeah. There's some stuff that um, a couple tunes we're playing that I just haven't heard in a really long time. Yeah. Though, so yeah. It really brings you back, right? Sensory memory. Kicking kicking off the cobwebs. Yeah. Yeah, it can no, be a that's thing. exactly right. Are there songs that you're just like, I just don't remember that at all? Because <laughs> I can tell you this not, Almost. Almost. There's yes. like, you know, yeah, these licks, right. and I was like, oh, as soon as I hear it, it comes right back. It comes right back, right. Uh, a couple like Kiko last night yeah. we were doing that, and I hadn't played that song in like 15, more than 15 plus years. And uh, I can't find my CD that's got it on there. You know? <laughs> so I was like, okay, let's play Kiko. First time in 15 years. That's, and that's, there's some complexities to that tune. So yeah. that was refreshing going through that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The muscle memory come back, though? Yeah. No, yeah. it definitely did. Yeah. It's going to be good. And, it's, and fun- then, it's funny how the mind works like that, you know? And I mean, that's what they say, you know? It's like music s- sticks in your brain, you know, for a long time. You just a couple of times running through it. And you're like, oh yeah, that's right. I played in this position, you know, to play this chord, and that's the way that I played that song back then. Yeah, it comes yeah. right back. It comes right yeah. back. Yeah. And regarding, uh, um, you know, thinking about Tim and all that, there's there's definitely been a couple of good stories that have come up very organically, right, Taylor? Yeah. And, but it's funny when we first our first rehearsal came, I was helping Taylor with his backpack, you know, carrying effects and whatnot into the studio, and this giant gallon of water falls out onto the floor. I'm like. 
you too you do this but so tim used to always carry around a gallon of kentwood everywhere he went he just <laughs> loved water and uh-huh. he had this chevy pickup truck and he'd chug his water when he was finished he'd, he'd throw that gallon in the back and it was full, full his, of gallons. yeah you remember that yeah. he said he was obsessed with the water so I'm like yeah it runs in the family man that's <laughs> <laughs> yes, true and I, I definitely uh, i heard that story from tom tim's uh brother and I was, he was just like, he saw me with a jug of water. He's like, do you always have a jug of water with you? And I'm like, yeah, kind of <laughs> why. He was like, oh, my gosh. Weird, man. It's, weird. <laughs> it, it's been, I, it's like this, this weird, like I have this like soul connection with Tim. And it's like he inspired me so much. And now it's like I'm learning all these guitar parts. And it's like I'm, it's like I'm thinking about like, oh, what position did Tim play this in? When I hear the recording, I'm like, was he up here? Was he down there? And it's like the more and more I get deeper into these parts, it's like, it's like an, it's an emotional thing, but it's also like this metaphysical thing where it's like I can almost, it's like I can feel Tim's energy like asking me to just play more, and he's just like, <laughs> do that one again so I can play through you. And it's been like this shamanic channeling for me sitting alone in my place just playing these parts you know throughout the night i have my headphones on cranked and somebody don't upset my neighbors but it's like i can feel like his energy in these parts and it's been a really um it's just it feels like i'm channeling his energy and that's been really special i've never felt anything like that so that that has been an emotional kind of new experience for me for sure sweet yeah sweet Okay. okay, okay, the pregnant pause. The pregnant. <laughs> because now we have to talk about the bathroom story. No. Uh, no we're done with it. <laughs> yeah. We love the maple leaf. We love the maple leaf. It's we awesome. love the maple leaf, but should I reprise the TMI conversation? Probably not. <laughs> no, we don't have to yeah, go there. We, yeah, we don't have to go to that part. <laughs> it's, a little, it's, a, it's a little TMI. Uh, um, we do have an old friend that is standing by for a phone call. Um, Emily Dean. I think oh, yeah. She's standing by. Yeah. And uh, I, I did have a question I want to ask. Yes. So I mean, does it. this mean also like you guys mentioned before we started on the podcast that you you went into the recording studio? So are you guys recording some new tunes now? No, is that not what happened? No. no um, you know, Taylor's just so connected. He got us hooked up in this. Oh, okay. Awesome, uh, Marini right. Studios for rehearsals. Right, right, right. That's <laughs> nice. That's it's sweet. A, it's a very nice. Would you guys nice ever setup. consider doing any new original music? Is that not on the table? I mean, I'm not going to say nope. <laughs> I, 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 I won't either. Yeah, I mean... We'll take I, that as a yes. I, I, I loved whenever like we got into the studio space, Marini Studios. It's this beautiful studio um, in the Bywater, Marini area. Um, and it's like, those, Andreas and Sam were just like, oh yeah, we should do a show here, party show, and record it, live album. And I'm like, yeah, raise <laughs> yeah, the roof. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's do that. It has yeah. a great vibe, that room. It's and it could yeah. just be all the current tunes. You don't have to do OG stuff, right? I mean, you could just do a new album that's just like a party album. Okay. Like live in the studio. Give the people what they want. That's give right. Them, give them what they want. <laughs> yeah, that's Taylor, yeah, you're right, bro. That would be the first track. Give the people what they want. <laughs> yeah. we what about the people for the album? Exactly. I love this. <laughs> I love it. See, we have, the, we have the underpinnings of a new record here, folks, maybe. on It's a good yep. life, babe.com. Jeff and Joel Stills from New Orleans. <laughs> Sponsored by <laughs> Marini Studios. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Right. That, that place, that, that's right there, like, in the, 
beginning right in the beginning of the Mar- I mean on the other side of Elysian Fields, right? Isn't it Marini Studios, right? There used to be yeah. a dance hall. Yeah, right? Yeah, it was it a couple a- of different places. Oh, yeah. dope spot. It's got that like nondescript door, right? It was a yeah, punk rock even, it was a punk wanna, rock club at you wouldn't one point. Know. I wouldn't year, even years ago. I don't even yeah. want to disclose it cuz it yeah, feels exactly. like the back cave. That's right. right. It kind of feels is. like I've yeah. rolled by it so many times, never seen REM played there. They should just put a bush right in front of that one little door. Yes. Like just completely Batman it up. Yeah, you know I mean? it used to be called Luthgens. A long time, Luthgens. Yeah, Luthgens. What does that mean? Luthgens. It's a last name, like German last name. Yeah, German yeah. sounds very German. Yeah, a lot of German immigrants lived in that area in the Marini, and uh, yeah, so it was a dance hall, and then it was like a punk rock club for a little bit, and then it was just like dilapidated and uh, this. You know why I know this man because I owned a bar in the Marini, and also because uh, Agio Jubilee rented it. We rented that place before it was the studio. <clears throat> I want to say about a year and a half, two years before it became the studio for a Halloween party because we were determined because we, we didn't get a gig that Halloween. And, yeah, and I, was like, I was like, play. man, what the fuck? this is bullshit, man. We need to have a show. <laughs> so I love I rented, it. So, you got your so I just show. rented. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We threw down a little uh, bit. And the guy that rented it to us was so nervous, man. He was like, this is going to be a disaster, and you're going to ruin the place, and all that stuff. It was great. It was great. It was a fun show. All these people invaded at the end, and we had to, like, we did have to shut it down. That's a New Orleans hustle, crazy. man, when you have to, as a, as, as a band, you have to be the promoter to get your gig, you know? That's that is a, pretty good. It's a New Orleans hustle. I, I just, it. I don't know why that year I was super determined. I was just like, I don't want to be left out of this Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 know, I know that feeling well. Yeah. Right? yeah. Except you, all these club owners tell you no. You're like, I'm going to do it myself. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. do it on my own. Yeah. <laughs> Take it to the streets. <laughs> Last year, I just bored all Halloween night. This year, you're going to make it happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It reminds me of back in the day, there was a friend of our friend Luke LaFontaine who kind of helped the band mm. out a lot. And he's a good friend of ours. He booked, you know, there's that little warehouse space next to the CAC. I think it's actually fairly nice now. They have a lot of shows there now. But it used to be. You know what he's talking about, Joel? Right next to the CAC, right? The it's warehouse. Part, it's like part of the CAC. Oh, no, oh yeah, yeah, it is, yeah, the, yeah, CAC it is the CAC warehouse. Yeah. yeah. It's the CAC warehouse. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Back mm-hmm. then it was, I mean, I remember it They is, used it for parking back then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah parking. Cleared out the cars and. I just yeah. remember tin roof, tin walls, totally. and a dirt floor. Totally. And there was a docking station, concrete docking yep. station. And my buddy called somebody at the CAC and rented it. And it was during Mardi Gras. He's like, yeah, I got you a gig. And we had to literally, he gave us a stack of flyers. We had to hand them out by hand because there was like no social media. This is like 1992. Or something. So this was 91? right before Superfly started. They started off doing their big shows at that space. It was so before you, that. You predated them. I, yeah. I, you know, yes. I'm not. Gonna, I don't know if I will totally go on record, but I'm pretty sure we. No, did. No, 92 I, is definitely earlier than that. It was. Like you might have had 25 people in a chat room, you know, before AOL, and mm-hmm. your browser might have been called Web Crawler. <laughs> right. It was not or Excite. Excite. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> So it was really early on, and we handed out. We didn't know what was going to happen. You know, just hand out all these things to people at Mardi Gras. Yeah. And it ended up. It was us and the Soul and Soul Hat. I don't even remember this band from Soul Austin, Hat, Texas. Huh? Okay. I remember that. I think. And we That's had like I'm telling you, like a thousand. This place was packed, and the portalettes didn't show up. Oh no. oh no! And the power didn't work. And then, he had to get like we had oh, to break down break down the door to get the power to work. That, that has that has not been fixed and. 
25 years. <laughs> <laughs> still working on it? Yeah, we're going to get it, though. On it. Yeah. <laughs> By Halloween, it should be fixed. Joel came close when he was there. <laughs> yeah. know, but. We almost got it up and running. <laughs> oh, okay, I didn't, I didn't realize you were connected to the CAC. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, you worked there, you told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I ran that space, the space you're talking Amazing. about. Amazing. For events and concerts, and from Superfly to... You know, well, there you go. We went the, there. The Roots, George Clinton, et cetera, et cetera. Well, sorry about the portalettes not showing up because it created a mess. No, this was your 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 event predated me yeah. by a couple of years. <laughs> That's why we pass by that one spot and we're always like, why does it smell? It never goes away. Smell the funk. Even though they laid the concrete and everything. Right. Funk of '92. <laughs> we had to leave our mark. Now. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> Right here. Yeah, sometimes you gotta you gotta produce your own gig. Nice shirt, by the way. Did you guys just print those up, or is that like from uh, back then? No, uh, I, I've had this. I, I put it on just before coming over here, and I, I just you know I didn't know if it was going to disintegrate, but it's it's holding yeah, up it well. Says right? it's a, it is holding Does up it really? well. It says ninety three yeah. on it right there. Damn. Yeah, it's a whole shirt. It looks good, man. It's held up. <laughs> What it's kind a of, ni- nice one what color. What kind of detergent what? do you use, right? <laughs> it was like the one color, the one color print. I don't have a shirt know? from five years. Save ago. a couple of dollars, you know, yeah. to get the one yeah. color. Yeah, no, it's All nice right. though. I have it in green. You do? Oh, oh you have it in green? Yeah, also, my dad has. Is it. there a gold version? <laughs> good. My dad it has it. Be. Black. It could be. Black. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. Black and gold. Gotta so look, we have a lot more to talk about in terms of the upcoming show. I also want to get into Coot, and but I thought it'd be remiss, and I'm. Jeff, I maybe didn't tell you this, but I'd be remiss if we didn't call our friend Emily to talk about this story that's related to Tim. Um, and I'll save it until we call her to tell that little story. It'll sure. Take, it'll just take a few minutes. She was a, a very close friend of Tim's. I have very fond memories of Emily. Good. And when you told me that, I was like, it um, gave me the impetus to reach out to her, and I had not spoken with her in 15 years. Wow, so, okay. So like, we caught up. Which is great, you know? Yeah. She's it's like, been about the same for me. Word. So I'm going to try her right now. And my microphone's here, right? So no, is that at the, no, your speaker is on the bottom, right? Isn't it? You want to hold it in front of the microphone. Just where you speak. Hello? Emily. Hey. hey. Is that working? Yeah, rotate it around to yeah. the front real quick. No, 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 no. Your phone to the front of the microphone. Oh, I see. Yeah, like that. There you go. Right. Yep. But if we do that, you guys are going to have a hard time hearing her. Hi, Emily. Emily, it's Andreas. Do you remember me? Hey, how you doing? I'm great. It's so great to hear your voice. So we yeah, got to we got to kind of speak up a little bit so she can hear from us from That's here. Right. right. We don't quite have the technology to do it. Oh, I see. Right. I see. Right, okay. Right, right, right. We'll talk loud. Emily, what's going on? This is Joel. Hey, I'm really loud, so you can pipe me down. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> I'm really loud naturally. <laughs> so we've got Andreas here, as you know. Um, uh, Taylor here is here, who is Tim's cousin. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey, I'm so proud of you. I bet Tim would be really proud of you, too. This, this, I wish Amy. I could be there for this show. You well, are here. you are here. You are here now. You'll be there in spirit for the show. Amen. Yeah, we'll be thinking about you. Is it gonna be live at all? Like, uh, like you know, recorded and uh, what do you call that? Uh, Emily, this is Jeff. This is Jeff. I'm the I'm the co-host of the podcast. But you're oh, hey. hi. 
You're you're being recorded right now. <laughs> we're we're doing the, okay. the show right now. Just so you know. But uh, she was asking okay. if the show was going to be recorded. Oh, the yeah. show. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm totally dense. No. Right. Chemo brain. Chemo brain. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. We, I I think yeah there'll be some form of documentation uh, for the archives yeah. to pass down. Uh, I'm going on record and saying that our friend Howard Lambert, aka Rampart, he's he's a videographer, and I've been bugging him to maybe at least catch capture some of it on okay. video and record, and hopefully that's something we can share with you, Emily. Oh, that would be great. Emily, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. Yeah? You're, yeah? you're out in Seattle or thereabouts? I'm in Seattle, yeah. yeah. I'm actually down at the park because I have four kids, four kids over and uh, three dogs, so it's kind of chaotic there. So. I, we appreciate you taking the time to be with us, <laughs> yeah. by the way. <laughs> we'll make it quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Emily, you do. Uh, you had a company called uh, Bonafide, right? At some point, that was like a dog walking thing in Seattle. Yeah, I had a free range, best name, um, a free range dog ranch in Snohomish, which is outside of Seattle, and um, and uh, I started that in 1996, and then we sold out about five years ago. And then I, oh no, no, I started my. New dog business about five years ago, and that's Seattle Walk Stars. Right, that's so Seattle great. Seattle Walk Stars. <laughs> I love it. It's good name. That's great. That's awesome. And so, and Emily, so you were you were close with Tim back in the day when you had a yeah, short period really here close. in New Orleans, like three or four years or something like that. What's that? When you were in New Orleans I, for a handful of years, you and Tim were close. Yeah, yeah, we were close. Yeah. Very close. And you were a big smiling yeah. Myron fan. I was a huge Smile and Marm fan. All right. <laughs> yeah. And then, Emily, I, the, one of the reasons I wanted to call is, is that you and I had this, uh, it's a it's a story that resonates with me, and I, a life experience, I should say, um, that I haven't shared with too many people, and it was with you, and uh, it was related to Tim. Um, it was this road trip that you and I took, and I'll, I'll set it up and and let you go. Um, and give your, you know, your, you know, memories are so weird. We probably have completely different memories, but we were, right. we were at a bar in Seattle. I had intended to move there. I had applied for jobs, blah, blah, blah. I'd gotten one job offer and our friend Jeff Chasen, we were at a bar like at closing time, which was pretty late for Seattle. I want to say it was like, I don't know, two, three in the morning or whatever. And you were talking about Tim being an MD Anderson and not quite understanding what the diagnosis meant. And Jeff Chasen was like, dude, he, he probably doesn't have much time. And you, as I recall, were overwhelmed with sudden, like, you know, sadness. And, and so as the sun came up, there was this thing called drive away back in the day. This was like, pre-cell phone, pre-internet. It was like a phone booth. So I called the drive-away company where you could like put a $200 deposit down and drive someone else's car wherever if they had one. And they happened to have a car, like a Nissan four-door little car that needed to go from Seattle to Mobile, Alabama, right? And so from six in the morning, we like left your houseboat or the bar I can't remember where we left directly from 
and we got the car. We picked up a friend of yours in Portland, and we drove almost straight through with you and I, like all the way to Houston to MD Anderson. Yeah, I remember the late night driving. <laughs> it, it was like, a, yeah. Had you yeah. guys given Tim a we heads up? We were on a mission. We, we had, were on a mission for sure. We had not, I don't think we had, had you reached out to Tim and let him know we were coming? I don't think there was any time for any of that. I mean, I remember phone booths, I guess, along the way. Do you remember if you had reached out to Tim? I don't, the- yeah, I don't remember if it, I, I don't remember reaching out. I don't think we did. Like, we just got on the yeah. fucking road. And I remember I being so brutal because we had been up all night and you slept the first leg and I remember getting us all to San, all the way to San Francisco and thinking this is the most dangerous thing I've ever done because I haven't right. slept so I did the first like 12 hours or whatever it was from Seattle to San Francisco and then I slept and like we were in LA or something you know what I mean right. like and then we just took that left turn on the I-10 and I want to say we stopped at a relative of yours and took a pool swim and ate some food and then just got right back on the road like your oh, grandmother yeah. or something? I don't know. No. Or maybe it was the friend who I can't remember. Oh, Christine. Who, Christine or Christina. Maybe it was her. Huh. And she couldn't drive, by the way. She didn't have a license. Yeah. So she didn't have a license. <laughs> her job was to so like was be there. the co-pilot. Well, she was there to keep us awake, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And we drove straight, and then we literally drove straight through, and uh, we were about 45 minutes away from MDA Anderson, and we, it was maybe like 11 o'clock in the morning or something like that, and, I, and we were just like, all we had done is drink water and coffee, and we stopped and got a six-pack, and that last 45 minutes was kind of the most beautiful like the windows were cranked down we were listening to music really loud we each drank a beer and then we got to see we, we got to the hospital and then suddenly it's just like fuck we're at the hospital yeah. to see Tim and oh, that was a balling emotional mess <laughs> oh my god you were you were waterworks dude it even dude. Makes me emotional hearing about it now Jesus I yeah. I saw you guys look at each other and you breaking down and I just I said hi to Tim and I left the room and, oh, man. and at some point I came back and he played us a song do you remember that he pulled out his yeah. guitar and I started crying pretty yeah. severely at that point <laughs> yeah he had that power yeah that was the second time I, one time I drove from um, Seattle to New Orleans and uh, and um, th- it was the same kind of reaction <laughs> when I got to him too. Right. <laughs> when I finally found out, yeah. And then, oh, that's awesome. And then suddenly our visit was over. I mean, it was amazing. What I remember, I want to, I just remember Tim's uh, smile. And he seemed yeah. effervescent at the moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Like he seemed yeah. like he was on stage and he was clearly happy to see you. And um, that was one of the most beautiful moments of my life, you know? Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. And then suddenly you had to get in a car and go back <laughs> to Seattle. 
And then suddenly you yeah. had to get into a car and go back to Seattle. Yeah, that part's not so memorable. Because you had no. <laughs> um, Well, and what about the sunrise, too? Like, I can't... Was, were you driving or was I driving with that when we had the amazing sunrise? I don't recall. And I don't remember where... Yeah, that, do I don't recall. It's probably somewhere. It was somewhere in Texas, right? Like as yeah. we were approaching. Yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah, it was a good trip. Well, he must have really brightened his day. I mean, he must have been so thrilled to see you guys walk in. Honestly, I just felt a breeze blow through the window just now. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and it felt so good. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I can't hear what. I just felt a breeze blow through this window in this living room we're in right now, and it felt like Tim just like tickling all of our necks, smiling at all of us. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, Emily, you ever going to make it back down to New Orleans? Yes. Uh, we've just been talking about it, and um, I'm thinking jazz fast. My kids are going to be, you know, like. Uh, 10 and 14 and 16 so wow uh you know they're they'll be safe <laughs> right they, they can be they can be free range <laughs> at that can, age they can, yeah, yeah they're free range so they can hang out and uh yes i definitely want to have them experience jazz fest do you do you do you have them listen to new orleans music and specifically smile and iron um, yeah, we've been listening to Smile and Myra since uh, the announcement um, of the reunion tour. And also, I want to uh, get another copy of the, um, somehow in our move, I lost the, our copy. I was looking for a copy of the DVD that Tom made. Um, but I remember showing that to my kids, and, um, and... Uh, I'd like to get another copy of that to show them. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know, Emily. And um, yeah, I'm sure Tom's got one, or we'll we'll get one to you. Yeah, that's but, awesome. Yeah, that was a very cool thing that he put together for Tim. Yeah. And uh, so uh, I do have another memory of. But then another time, uh, Tim and I uh, drove from New Orleans up to Seattle. Um, and uh, we with my dog Zuba, and um, at the time, like I'd never really put Zuba on a leash ever. And uh, we stopped in San Antonio, which I'd never, I'd never been to San Antonio before. But um, I just, you know, opened the door and let Zuba out, and she ran down to the river and jumped into the river, and it's the walking river, like it's the, it's like a real. You know, it's it's like set up downtown, you know, and dogs are definitely not supposed to be in it. And uh, I kind of, you know, was like walking down to get her out, and um, I was pretty leisurely with it. But uh, a police officer came up and was freaking out about my dog. And I'm like, hey, man, it's cool. You know? <laughs> I was in my own world. I was like, it's cool. I got to come out. And then Tim came down after us. And uh, he, at that time, he had, he was, you know, had had this chemo and he was bald. And 
um, I guess to the police officer looked like a really tough guy because uh, <laughs> of his shaved, uh, his head, no hair. And um, so he started harassing him. He made me, and I was like, then I was getting mad that he was like he was asking Tim if he he wanted it or something, and like he was like, I think I recognize you and. Uh, he was harassing him, and so I started getting mad, and then he made me go over to the corner with my dog, and um, Tim, being like super cool that he is, he stayed calm, and he uh, ended up talking to, you know, talking to the police officer and got to where we would just uh, leave town. So that was that was that was a negotiation. (laughs) Wow, we'll we'll leave town if you don't. That's a real Texas story. Yeah, it really is. Was it by sundown? Yeah, yeah. It's like you leave town by sundown. (laughs) Everything gonna be all right. You take that dog with you. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, Good negotiating. You get on the I ten right now. We did. We did have a lot of also really positive. Emily, I have a question. Uh, Emily, yeah, is uh your dog Zuba? Zuba. Zuba was uh, what color was Zuba? Uh, she was all black with a white tip on her tail and white paws. Did did uh just curious? Did y'all ever visit Lafayette? We have. Okay, did you ever make a trip uh, with Smile and Myron or with Tim through Lafayette? Stop at I'm a. Sure, we did. Yes. And did you stop at Aunt Beth's house? The swimming pool in the backyard. What's that? Did you stop at a house with a swimming pool in the backyard? That sounds about right. You oh. know my dog. <laughs> we met. Well, no, we met. I was a kid, and I met you and your dog and Tim. Now it's full circle. Amazing. Small world. <laughs> Small world. So cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, puzzle pieces connecting. <laughs> exactly. That's wow. really cool. I Sorry, that. I don't remember you. I wasn't into kids back then. <laughs> <laughs> but, but clearly you are now. Super. I'm sure you were very sweet, but I wasn't really that into kids. <laughs> well, I, do, I do remember you were a huge dog person, and I remember... There was a time when you had all these dogs that you were watching while you were on a, a barge or a boat, right? Were you living on a boat yeah. and with the dogs? Yeah, a house, a house barge. And yeah, that's where I started my first dog business. So I remember those days. It was amazing. That's great. And so you grew that and into a bigger business that you then sold? Is that what you were saying earlier? Yeah, I grew that into a big like dog boarding place on five acres and then... Um, and then I started acquiring kids, so I um, kind of stepped away <laughs> from it. And then we, and then we sold the we sold the ranch. Wow! Uh, Congrats! And then I just and then once my once my youngest daughter got um, like uh, about ready to start kindergarten, I started my new business. But this one I'm keeping just me and the dogs. I'm not growing it because once you get a really big, then you're managing employees and people. That's true. (laughs) Much harder than dogs. So Bonafide was uh, 
all purple because of like Tim. Uh, when Tim passed, I started wearing purple uh, uh, because it was his favorite color, and that just kind of manifested itself into like my whole world being purple. My house was purple inside and out. My um, my hair was purple. My you know the whole dog ranch was purple, and um, my house. I mean, it's still all it's still all purple. It's a little. Not quite as dramatic. Emily, uh, I don't know if you were... Every wall covered was purple, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I visited the Bonafide Ranch, if you recall, when I was living in Portland. Yeah. Um, yeah and I every do. single room was like... And it was a big building, like with lots of different rooms, like different playrooms yeah. for different dogs and whatnot, and lots of outdoor areas, of course. But every room was a different shade of purple. Amazing. Oh, yeah. There's so many shades So many shades. It was, it was wow. amazing. Yeah, the possibilities awesome. are endless. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, so I would recommend wearing purple for the show. You're wearing purple right now? I, I am. Yeah. I'm wearing a Smile and Myron shirt right now, Emily, and it's in the purple ink. I don't know if you remember that one. Hey, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> that was the one Sweet. Timmy wore the most, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I love that. And there's a purple Very pen awesome. on the table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, Emily, uh, thank thanks so much for coming on the show, man. Do you have any um, oh, my parting thoughts, or do you guys have any parting questions for Emily before we let her get back to her kids and dogs in the park? <laughs> Emily, oh I, yeah, now that you now that you say it, I... <laughs> 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 let's keep talking. No, I love my kids. I love my kids. <laughs> now that they can take care of themselves. I can't wait to meet him when you when you bring him for a jazz fest. Can't wait to meet him. I can't wait to reconnect with you and. Ha- oh, for sure. Well, good luck this weekend. I'll be thinking about you guys. Thank you. Thanks, Emily. We'll be thinking about you. Love you. Love you, Emily. Bye. Take care. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Cheers. That was sweet. Well, yeah. Was what a yeah, cool sweet. woman. Yeah. Beautiful stories. Amazing stories. Yeah. And it just seems like that's the kind of people that Emily's the kind of person that Tim attracted or was attracted to, you know. It was a magnetic thing. Yeah. With good people. And I remember, you know, he became a, he was a huge dog fan. Like, he was a dog person for sure. But I don't know if he was like that when I first met him. And I'm sure Emily probably had a big influence on him in, on him in that sense. Yeah, yeah, it was great that you remembered that. How old were you uh, when, when that went down? Oh, uh, this was uh, probably I was probably maybe eight. Wow! Like eight. <laughs> you remembered Zuba, right? It oh, is yeah. the dog. I remember, I, yeah. I remember Tim coming over with a friend, and I remember them having a dog, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool!" Like Tim's here, like not with the band, right? Just come visit the family. He's driving through town, stopped in Lafayette to say hey. Maybe my mom, you know, cooking a meal. Sure. I remember they jumped in the pool, or maybe it was just the dog that jumped in the pool. <laughs> I remember, I remember being in the backyard and being like, "It's fun, cousin Tim's here, you know. This dog's here. We never have a dog over." So yeah, I had to be really young because this was before we had our dog, and we got our dog when I was probably like ten. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was, you know, younger than ten years old, 
And I remember just being like, oh, these, you know, my, my cousin Tim's so cool, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, you know, yeah. he only comes in every now and then when his band's playing. But, you know, this one's just, you know, it's just to hang, you know. And it was just a good time. Uh, yeah, I definitely remember uh, Tim, a friend and a big black dog. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny, though. It just, like, connect. I was like, it's oh, wait. Oh, it came back. We met. I remember Zuba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> I love that. So, guys, you were playing at Tipitina's this weekend, and, uh, boy, you know what? This mute button right here is in the wrong spot. Yeah. That's the only thing I can say. Sponsored by PreSonus. It's a goodlifebabe.com. Jeff and Joel's Tales from New Orleans. <laughs> but you gotta, move, you gotta move the mute button. Yeah, we might, we might want to reconsider that. But, uh, anyway. You gotta mod it out. <laughs> yeah, we need to mod it out. That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just pull this out, you know, like, fix it. Anyway, uh, but you guys are gonna be there at Tipitina's what night and what time? And, you know, give us all the deets on the show. Yeah, uh, Sunday, May 26th, this coming up Sunday, which, you know, it's, uh, it's Memorial Day weekend. Memorial Day weekend, which we thought was definitely appropriate as That's we're all great. thinking about yeah. Tim. Yeah, you're right. And Eric. Yeah, yeah, amen. And we've got um, Kirk Joseph's band, Backyard Groove, is going to help us out. You know, they're oh, that's great. They're starting off the show at ten o'clock. Wow. And we'll come on after them. It's going to be an amazing night, I think. And you said you have a bunch of special guests yes. as well that are coming on. Who's going to be joining yes. you? Oh man, there's a laundry list. Right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Just come. I, I'm not. I think there's going to be surprises even to me. So I think nice. the best thing Sweet. is good. A lot of New Orleans characters that um, knew and loved Tim. Yeah. And, I, and also really uh, interesting thing that I've enjoyed explaining to people is um, the fact that Smile and Myron, um, you know, it's like all these cats went on to be in these other, went on to be these bands and another reu- this reunion. It's like I'm listening to like send out the little press release and I'm like, this is a super group. You totally. Know? Like yeah. Mark Piero, Papa Chris Funk, you know, in high school, I was like, that's that's the guy that got me playing. Ba- oh, God, I love it. You know, right. Bonarama, Mark Mullins. You know, yeah. You get all these sure. all these cats. Um, and Skankus, what's his band's name again? Yeah, I always forget. Skankus' cool. band. Do you play with Ultra? He, he, the yeah, Ultra. Oh. Um, yeah. So many different bands. And so many different bands. Totally. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I saw something where he was, he was doing a thing just him and um, Jimmy Robinson, the guitarist. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. That's right. So, yeah. And we got Coot in the house. Coot in the house, right yeah. yeah, Mr. Andreas. Coot, yeah, yeah. Andreas, are you, you guys playing out anytime soon? With well, Coot? I'm hoping that we're going to get that going again. We took a little break, you know, mm-hmm. um, because Brian Rube, who is the he writes all the music for the band, and you know he's amazingly talented. And I I met him through Hirsch and Dan. Got it. Um, who are you know very good friends of mine, but he's super talented. And we took a break because he was um, he had a, he was fighting cancer and going through treatment yeah. and last i heard it's it's gone well for him oh good and he's you know i think he's ready to actually they're gonna do a little music together on one of the nights that we have a rehearsal so I'm, i unfortunately had to miss this one but um you know hyper focused on getting the myron stuff going and then but i'm hoping in the next few weeks we're gonna get coot together do some more jams and rehearsals and you know get it going again but that's a fantastic band mostly original music and again gotta give Brian, a lot of credit for all his songwriting and singing and guitar yeah. playing. Saw yeah. you guys at the Lenyap uh, stage uh, a couple of years ago, two, yeah. three years ago, maybe? Yeah, Jazz yeah. Fest. At Jazz yeah. Fest, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where I the good bands are. <laughs> There's a lot of good bands at Jazz Fest, <laughs> I, you know. But let's face it, the Lenyap stage. It's a know, cool little spot, yeah. That's, <laughs> you can't lose <laughs> at the Lenyap. You just can't. <laughs> no offense to anybody who <laughs> played at other stages 
The Givers have played definitely at <laughs> the taken. at the, at the <laughs> gentilly stage, Acura stage. Correct. Both. Yes and uh, yes. Both of those. Yes. 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 You guys were the, at the Acura stage this year, range. right? That's I believe, right? Uh, last year we did last Acura, year Acura, and then yeah. this year we did Gentilly, and then maybe two, uh, three years before that we did Gentilly. Sweet. So back nice. and forth. Yeah. Are you guys uh, yeah. touring this summer with the Givers? No, well, we just have like some one-off kind of in and out kind of things, mm-hmm. but we're just uh, we toured this last EP that we put out, and then now we're just kind of just focused on new songs for the yeah. next month or so. Nice, cool. just gonna writing, recording, nice, starting it uh, here in, in town. Cool, and then uh, by fall we'll probably be doing dates. Yep, fun, yeah, sweet, very cool. So yeah. A new album on the horizon, then. Yeah, we kind of bunch awesome. it. We're always like, there's always so many things cooking in the oven, and we're just like, okay, let's take that out of the oven. Okay, put that back in the oven. Oh, oh that one. We forgot about that one. So sweet. That's what we're doing right it's now. Great news. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Good nice. times. Sweet. So that's going to be Sunday night. Yep. Our show right. is this Sunday night. When's it kicking off? Ten o'clock. Nine. Yeah. Ten o'clock. Uh huh. Um, Backyard Groove will kick it up, and then 11.30, Smiling Martin. 11.15, maybe? Yeah. yeah. You're right. All right, folks. Um, I think we're going to wrap it up on that note. Yeah. And I uh, just want to thank our guests for coming here and really looking forward to the show on Sunday night. Folks out there, you should uh, get up off your booty. You don't have anything better to do because, one, Game of Thrones is over with. <laughs> Right, and it's Memorial Day weekend. Right. Okay. So, what are you doing on a Sunday night? What you got okay. to do? It's essentially a weekend night. You yeah. Know? You got so, the day off. Yeah. Festi- and this is a shout out to all these people here yeah. that are in like our age range. By the way, you know <laughs> who grew up, uh, you know, came of their band age in the 1990s and whatnot. You know, guys, you can find a sitter. You know, let's get out there. <laughs> And uh, and and let's go see Smile and Myron, and, and let's support these guys and uh, and the memory of the of our dear departed friends, as well. Yeah. And also, I just want to add this because it's come up so many times tonight. Is that uh, you know find your favorite cancer charity and donate some money to those guys, you know, because they're doing great work, and let's keep that going because uh, there's a lot of people out there that need it. Yeah, and I'll, keep cancer I'll, and I'll say going. this: if if people yeah. are listening right now. Um, a good friend of the pod, good friend of the good life, Derek Freeman. That's right. Soul Raspin, Smokers World, Low End Theory Players, um, is is campaigning for the Man Woman of the Year for the LLS, um, and uh, that that's camp- the Louisiana Leukemia Society. Yeah, yeah, for people who don't leukemia know, leukemia and yeah. lymphoma, lymphoma um, society. Right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and so it's like fifteen people who are doing their own fundraisers. Derek Freeman came on the podcast, talked about his comedy roast at Tipitina's, which went great, by the way. It Jeff, sure you did. Were there. It sure did. That was how much fun was that? Is that somebody at the door right now? Know. Come in, come in. But you're being recorded on a podcast, yeah. streamed <laughs> to millions. So we have. So Derek uh, fightscancer.com. If you just want, you know, that's where I would suggest right now, between now and June 13th, which right. is the um, come in. Uh, which is this is great pod. Uh, <laughs> Love the pod like this. <laughs> which, through through June thirteenth, uh, DerekFightsCancer dot com. Yep. And uh, please contribute. There's many ways you can contribute. You can give a silent auction item for the gala. You can just donate. You can. Can't believe someone's still knocking at the they door. They might have a donation. Why don't you just go ahead and yeah, wrap it gonna, up, right? I'm, I'm gonna, gonna, I'm gonna wrap it up. That's just it. one of many places. Look, the blood cancer research is really important because. 
with the LLS, and here's why. Because they're doing research for research's sake, mm. and so a lot of the research that they're coming up with through, if you can cure blood cancer, you're going to eradicate cancer by and large, and that's the goal. But what's happening is that through that blood cancer research, so many other ailments, or we're finding solutions, not we as a society, are finding solutions for other ailments based on that blood. It's kind of like the uh, uh, Bill and Belinda Gates sort of model, you know, which is like research for research's sake. You get in the lab, you spend a lot of money there, and then you apply the science to the right place. So even though you're trying to eradicate leukemia, you might find something that helps with like, uh, you know, something I can't pronounce, like rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah, right, exactly. You know I mean? <laughs> back, back, yeah. back, back to the pre-roll show. When I, it's the pentultimate <laughs> form of, the pentultimate. Arthrit- of arthritis. And it's and then you take that with a grain of charcuterie, and then you're... <laughs> and you're fine. You'll be fine. So that's Derek's website. What is that again? DerekFightsCancer.com. All right. D-E-R-R-I-C-K, FightsCancer.com, and that's affiliated right with LLS here in Louisiana and Mississippi. And um, we're, you know, trying to raise between the 15 folks, you know, a million and a half bucks this cycle. So, and if Derek raises $50,000 in his campaign, then a research program will get, he'll get to name it. And he's going to name it after his mom, who is a cancer survivor. So, wow. That's yeah. great, man. So if you're listening and you want to contribute, that's a place where you can do it between now and June 13th. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, just to wrap it up too, that was just like a persistent like uh, grass cutting hustle that was going on, you know, just like that's New Orleans. That's New Orleans for you, you know what I mean? Just like gong gong gong, you know, need your grass cut. And then they hear they hear come in, they're like, I ain't going to that house and get shot. Like, yeah, exactly. No, I'm the last thing I'm gonna do right. is let yourself in. Anyway, uh, that's that, that's what was going on there, folks. It is that time of year, man. It is. It Dude, is. The, We're the, getting into the that pool. Time just of year. got full of water. Oh yeah, yeah. That's something. The pool. That's a little housekeeping at the end of light. <laughs> that's a great. That's a great thing uh, every year uh, at the at La Perouse here, Maison Duville is looking across the street. Um, Two thirds of the year, there's just a gigantic Olympic size empty pool. Right, and then suddenly one day, it's full with this seemingly on the first day of oppressive heat, gleaming water. There's this gleaming blue, glistening then two water. Two months will be nasty, but right it's now it's going to be nasty. But right so now nice. it's super good and wow. cool. That first day when it opens on Tuesday after Memorial Day, I don't like to publicize it too much, you know, because totally. I like I like to have that Ooh. eight o'clock in the morning, eight you know o'clock in the morning. Laps it's just like it's wow. great, man. It's and good. it's right here, like that's no, right, right across the street. Yeah, it's shiny. As you go outside, wow. yeah. Dude, right now. Yeah. Shout out to Nord, by the way. Yeah, man. right. They and just you just walk in. You just yeah. walk in. Yeah. and you sign in on the sign-in sheet. No ID required. This is a hilarious thing. Is that people ask me from other cities? They're they're like, so okay, so you need an ID and you need to show something. And I'm like, no. There's a fee disclaimer. I'm like, no. You just walk in and then just sign the thing and swim. But that's be- what you do. But, wow. but better, take, no idea. better take a shower. You will get bitched out. By oh, you, yeah. You got to take tankers. your little shower first. You know what I mean? Oh. Real quick. But it know? can just be one of those showers the way I wash my hands. Because that gets off. I just run the water. <laughs> Don't, really, <laughs> did when you were Don't really do anything. Yeah, I took but a you, shower, Mom. But it has one of those shower heads over there that's like from like, I don't know when, from like the <laughs> WPA era. Oh, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like like when you turn it on, it's like you're, you're just completely inundated with this water. 
and your shower is over in like five seconds. And then by July, you could literally take a shower. By July seconds. every year, the handle doesn't work, and they've got like a wrench on there. <laughs> yeah, they put a wrench on it, <laughs> so it doesn't like, work for two days. It's New that's, Orleans. That's like, New Orleans. This yeah. is public. This is, yeah, right. We're talking about public works here <laughs> in New Orleans. You know, so you know, you take the good with the bad. That's it. But uh, it's a beautiful thing. That's going to be opening up soon. Uh, donate to your favorite cancer. Uh, uh, organization and go see Smile and Myron on Sunday night. This Sunday coming up, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be at Tibetina's. It's going to be great. They got a, more guests than uh, we can even rattle off here uh, with the short time that we have remaining. It's a goodlifebabe.com. Jeff and Joel's Tales from New Orleans. We're going to sign off on this episode. We're just doing one tonight, and yeah. uh, we'll catch up with you next time, folks. Yeah, you're right. <laughs>